Warning, this podcast contains questionable content of the more adult variety and may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Don't say you haven't been warned. Carla, put your pants back on. Here we are at part two of Thanksgiving. The part of the second that is our podcast, part two. But it's not even been Thanksgiving for everyone yet. That is tomorrow. And as that as it shall be, I declare tomorrow Thanksgiving Day. Thank you, FDR. <laughs> FDR what? <laughs> no, I just, you know. Oh, because of the last the episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I could be FDR, George Washington, or Abraham Lincoln. Or... Any of the pilgrims, I guess. I don't know. I could be a lot of people. Mostly dead old white men. Ew. Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I've already, like I said, I've already celebrated uh, one Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to my second. I have two. Canadian Thanksgiving, which was Indigenous People's Day back in the States. We made a turducken roll wrapped in bacon, and it was delicious. I am so fucking hungry now. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. You haven't done that to me for a while, but now Sorry. you just went and ruined it all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, uh, well, well, for all of you that may be listening to this while you're preparing your Thanksgiving meals, I hope you're listening to it while you're preparing your Thanksgiving meals. Maybe not around children, because, you know, but... We like to say fuck. Uh, fuck yeah, we do. Uh <laughs> So I'm Carla. I'm Michael. And we are Go Postal Podcast. The podcast that is a grab bag of fun. Did you see what I did there? I made you say it. I made you say it this time. Ha. Yay. It was weird coming out of my mouth, but I did I it. Know, I got it was, through it. It was weird listening to it. I'm like, is he going to do it right? Is he going to remember the words? Is he going to fuck it up? <laughs> you did not. You did beautifully, and I am so proud of you right now. Stop it. Thank you. Well, should we move on this bitch and get down to business? Yeah, what's our theme this week? Let me get the let me get the theme music. Here we go. <laughs> our theme is Black Friday. <laughs> Uh, Michael, that sounded like a medieval battle. Because Black Friday is a medieval battle. Have you been to Walmart on Black Friday? Fuck no, I haven't. I avoid Black Friday (laughs) like the plague. I participate in Buy Nothing Day on Black Friday ever since I was like 16. Yep. Same. High five. (laughs) I do uh, Small Business Saturday or Sunday and occasionally Cyber Monday, but usually by the time it's Monday, I forget about things and yeah, fuck it. Already broke yeah. from supporting small business. Exactly. Yeah. I love small business. Yay, small business. Okay. I just thought a medieval battle with stabbing noises and screaming was appropriate for Black Friday. It is so appropriate, especially once we get to my <laughs> segment. Um, I wonder, should we start with your segment? Because it sounds like you've got some pretty brutal stories and I avoided the brutal stories because I got really downhearted and downtrodden with humanity by the time I was finished looking at Black Friday stories. You know, this isn't the worst idea. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, we'll do it. So 
switch things up. Yeah, this is my segment. Oh, it's hysterical history, isn't it? It is hysterical history. I was waiting for the music. Sorry. Here we go. I still was waiting for the scream. Me too. Every time I'm like, uh, or I was waiting for some sort of like more medieval battle or something. But anyway, it's fine. Uh, So (laughs) yes, today we are doing for your hysterical history, Black Friday, because people are fucking hysterical on it. Y'all are nuts. You need to calm your tits. It's just stuff. Okay. Just saying. Sorry. That's my. You're only saving like a hundred bucks, but you're destroying other people's lives. You are. And you're destroying the planet and supporting big corporations that are destroying the planet. Uh, anyway, anyway, global warming is not a thing. Only all of California is on fire. It's fine. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Stepping down off of my soapbox. <laughs> I've been listening to way too much NPR lately. It's all right. Um, mm. So Black Friday. This is from history.com. Uh, it can be the, – the term Black Friday can be found as far back as 1869 when Jay Gould and Jim Fisk bought an extraordinary amount of gold in order to drive the prices up and then sell it at an exorbitant rate. Uh, their secret unraveled what, and one Friday the stock market crashed because of their selfish scheme, thus calling it Black Friday. So now it has this like negative connotation already. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this, but apparently the most commonly repeated story behind uh, Thanksgiving Black Friday nonsense uh, links it to retailers. As the story goes, uh, after an entire year of a store operating in uh, at a loss, so-called in the red. So for those of you who don't even know what an accountant's book looks like, they used to write everything in a ledger. And when they were in the negative, so at a loss, they wrote it in red pen or pencil. Um, so when they were operating at a loss all year, the stores would supposedly earn a profit and they went into the black. So they would start writing down on their ledger in black on the day after Thanksgiving, um, because holiday shoppers blew so much money on discounted merchandise. Uh, though it's true that retail companies used to record losses in red and profits in black when doing their counting, this version of Black Friday's origin is officially is the officially sanctioned but inaccurate story behind the tradition. So this is not where it came from. Uh, in, I mean, it kind of makes sense, though. I don't know. It does. It absolutely does. Um, in recent years, though, another myth that is has surfaced that's really fucking grim, claiming that back in the 1800s, Southern plantation owners would buy slaves at a discount on the day after <gasps> Thanksgiving. No. So hold on, hold on. Though this version of Black Friday's roots has understandably led some call for the boycott of the retail holiday, it has zero basis, in fact. Okay. But I also, and honestly, let's face it, they wouldn't have used black as the word. They would have used something much worse. Yeah, and that shall not be said. Exactly. Because it is fucked up. So I mean, even though it it's not the basis of Black Friday nowadays, you know it happened, and it's very sad that that happened and f- fucked up. Oh, fucking fuckheads. Um. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I'm trying not to step on the soapbox again. It's like my foot. I, know, I, I feel I'm my sorry. I feel my foot going up there, and it just it's just like <laughs> okay, back up, back up, back up. Um. <laughs> so the true story behind Black Friday. Um, it's not as sunny as retailers might want you to believe. So back in the 1950s, 
police in the city of Philadelphia used the term to describe the chaos that ensued on the day after Thanksgiving, when tons of suburban shoppers and tourists would flood the city uh, in advance of the big Army-Navy football game held on that Saturday every single year. So, yeah. So, basically, people are coming. So, they've had their family dinners on Thursday. And so, Friday, they'd flood the city to do some shopping because there's way more shopping back then in the city than there. You know, all of your department stores would have been downtown. Uh, You didn't have these big chain malls and outlets in the suburbs. Um, And if you're coming to town for the football game anyway... Exactly. And so that'd be the next day. So you have dinner Thursday, shopping Friday, football Saturday. Okay. Makes sense. America. Um, America. (laughs) Not only would Philly cops not be able to take the day off, but they would have to work extra long shifts dealing with the additional crowds and traffic. Shoplifters would also take advantage of the bedlam in stores to make off with merchandise, adding to the law enforcement headache. Ooh, I have a story about that. Ooh, I'm excited. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, in 19, by 1961, quote-unquote Black Friday had caught on in Philadelphia to the length that the city's merchants and boosters tried unsuccessfully to change it to Big Friday in order to remove the negative connotations. Well, the term did not spread to the rest of the country, obviously, because we still call it Black Friday. Um and it didn't work until mu- – or the, the term Black Friday didn't even spread to much of the country until much later. And as recently as 1985, it wasn't in common use nationwide. Sometime in the late 80s, however, good old capitalism of the 80s, retailers found a way to reinvent Black Friday and turn it into something that reflected positively rather than negatively on them and their customers. The result was the red to black concept of the holiday mentioned earlier and the notion that the day after Thanksgiving marked the occasion when America's stores finally turned a profit. In fact, check this out. Stores traditionally see bigger sales on the Saturday before Christmas. Oh, then Black Friday. Uh-huh. Well, probably because they just jack all their prices up a week before Christmas because they know people are desperate. Yep. They're like, oh, yeah, all these... All these guys out there like, oh, shit, I haven't got a name for my wife. Better go. (laughs) To be honest, I have enough for myself. I mean, who hasn't been there? So uh, check this out. There is a website called (gasps) blackfridaydeathcount.com. No. Yes. So when I was researching this earlier and I was talking to you and I was freaking the fuck out, this is what I was looking at. Oh, my God. So here are the tallies. And I don't know how far back this goes, but I'm assuming as long as these things have been as ridiculous as they are. Because they didn't used to be as insane. Um, When I was a kid, it was just like, oh, we're just all going to go the next day and get really good discounts. There was none of this lining up or stores opening on Thanksgiving. Yeah. If any big retailer out there is listening. Sorry. Soapbox moment. Just, I apologize. Um, If you're listening, let your fucking workers have the day off. Okay. Nothing is sacred anymore. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. So box moment. Just give them the one day. I know. The one day before Christmas. Not Christmas. Thanksgiving. Well, oh, before, before oh, Christmas. Well, oh, I see what you mean. Before the Christmas insanity starts. Yeah. Yeah. Let them spend time with their families, you dickheads. Anyway. Um, so there are 10 deaths from Black Friday and 111 injuries. So let me read you a list of these injuries. Uh, so I think it's kind of going backwards in time here. So as recently as 2017, um, 
We have a Black Friday altercation in Kmart leaves one man with a shattered hip. Um, Missouri Mall shooting. Kmart. 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 Again, I didn't even think Kmart still existed, but apparently it does. (laughs) Um, Missouri Mall shooting leaves teens seriously injured. Um, One Uh, male shot and one male stabbed at Willowbrook Mall. Um, Brawls close Alabama Shopping Center. One treated for injuries. In 20, so there were no deaths in 2017, so that's good. 2016 is a fucking nuts year. San Antonio man helped a woman that was being beaten in a Walmart parking lot, and then he was shot dead. Oh. Shirtless man uses belt as a whip outside Vancouver Black Friday sale. No, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. not surprising. Uh, although, I don't know if that's Vancouver, Washington, or Vancouver, BC, but it doesn't say. That's yeah, that's true. We still have our Black Friday sales up here. Let's be honest. Actually, apparently, I have them all over the world because woman hurt during stampede in South African Mall. Oh Jesus! Um, and I take it that wasn't uh, uh, an African wilderness stampede. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing out on the safari? There, You're gonna get mauled by all those rhinos <laughs> going for their <laughs> big screen TVs. Um, let's see. Uh, a policeman was stabbed in the neck confronting HMV shoplifter in Leeds. Oh, that's a British thing. Uh, in which they do have Black Friday now because fucking American capitalism. Um, shopper opens fire, killing one over in Walmart parking lot in Reno, Nevada. Black Friday kip- kicks off with a deadly shooting at New Jersey Mall. So that was 2016. Nothing was reported for 2015. So apparently we were on our best behavior. Uh, one shopper was hit by a car at a Wyoming Walmart. Um, oh, teen returning from home from Black Friday shopping fell asleep at wheel, killed in wreck. Oh my God. So that resulted in one death, four injuries. Um, we got lots more stabbings. Father, father charged and crash that killed daughters after Black Friday shopping. (sighs) <sighs> Two people shot at Tallahassee Walmart over a parking space. For fuck's sake. Nobody died, but they were shot. Um, so Black Friday Target shoppers step over Walter Vans as he collapses and dies. I think that was a guy that had a heart um, condition, but then nobody cared. Uh, off-duty police pepper spray North Carolina shoppers. 20 were injured in that one. Um, let's see. Southern California Toys R Us shooting leaves two dead. This was in 2008. Worker dies at a Long Island Walmart after being trampled in Black Friday stampede. I remember that one from 2008. Yeah, that's like um, the quintessential. Like where it all, yeah, that's where it all really started. Yeah. Um, okay, and honorable mentions not included in the count. Texas pair arrested for Black Friday employee murder. Murder-suicide at Chicago Nordstrom leaves two dead. Ugh. Man stabs co-worker at Costco. And in 2010, we have an employee suicide at Zanesville, Joanne, and it closes store for Black Friday. Ugh. You know what I find really disgusting, though, is that in these events, though, they keep the stores fucking open. Yeah, what the hell? Like Nobody has a fucking soul anymore. It's fine. Ugh. We're all just going to go burn in flames, and the earth will be cleansed of our read and misery (laughs) it's fine (laughs) capitalism will find a way to live on carla oh the cockroaches will take it over (laughs) hello and welcome to a promo for blood on the rocks 
a podcast on all things creepy, morbid, or otherwise dark. I'm your host, Aksha Taylor. Join me and various guest hosts as we cover a whole load of subjects. We'll show you the world of serial killers, accidents, hauntings, black metal, and more. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and all those other fancy podcast platforms. Our core and frantic content may vary. <laughs> Michael, do you have something happy? Because I'm very sad right now. I mean, comparatively, yeah. It's not... I mean, it's not about anyone getting shot or stabbed or anything. So uh, I wrote a little thing saying, I obviously found some pretty nasty stories about Black Friday on the web of people being heathens, elbowing little kids in the face, cutting employees, trampling people, etc. And after a while, my heart was having some palpitations and I was getting really upset at how disgusting these people act. So... I've found some ridiculous Black Friday stories that won't make you hate ma- humanity. Maybe Yay! just laugh just laugh at them. <laughs> okay, good. I can live with that. If if we're not laughing, we're going to be crying. Yeah. So this user says, worked security at Target for five plus years. For being a store in the rougher part of town, I don't have too many horror stories. The funniest one I like to tell is a couple of years ago. I was there early doing crowd control. I would always talk to people in line, try to keep them entertained while they waited in, waited in the cold. The first couple in line had been there for about 13 or 14 hours. So we opened the store and we have deals on all sorts of electronics, toys, etc. They get in line and have a shopping cart full of towels that we had on sale for $2. That's it. Just towels. They were first in line outside and waited over half a day for $2 towels. When I left after my 12-hour shift, we still had shelves full of these towels, along (laughs) with tons more in the stockroom. It kind of reminds me of my mom. She would make us go Black Friday shopping, and she would buy, like, cereal and groceries. (laughs) What are you doing, Mom? (laughs) Like, why are we putting up with this chaos for things we buy every day anyway. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when we were kids, it wasn't that bad. Like, people were still That's crazy. I, the craziest I remember was when the Razor scooter was really popular. That's oh when my people God. got crazy. And Tickle Me Elmo. And Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, uh, my mom uh, was never into the Black Friday shopping. I remember one year we went to Thanksgiving in Cheyenne, Wyoming, which is always where you were at from where the fuck am I? I concluded this um (laughs) (laughs) if that's a throwback if anyone used to listen to our old episodes um if you haven't go back and listen because they're not that mediocre um but (laughs) we had they had to go to we it was that day after thanksgiving and they and this was i was so anti-mall i was moody teenager and I was a vegetarian that year, and they made so much fun of me for not eating meat. And my mom made me like special vegetarian stuffing and everything. Aww. And I was just like, I fucking hate them all. I hate capitalism. I'm participating in Buy Nothing Day. And they dragged me to the fucking Cheyenne Mall because that's all they have. They have Buffalo and a mall, and that is it. And it's not <laughs> even that great of a mall. It was awful, but it wasn't even that crowded or busy. I'm just like, okay, where's this madness? But it's still awful. Because you're in Cheyenne. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, at least I want to see people like throwing down or something, be entertained, but no. <laughs> they were rather mundane and civil. Well, had you been in the place of this next story, it's very short. 
when I worked at Sam's Club, this is from another user, uh, during the madness one Black Friday morning, we caught a woman stuffing the inside of her pants with frozen lobster tail. She would unpackage them and throw the trash in a stack of tires that were on display. (laughs) I feel like this woman is my spirit animal. Oh my god. Mm, lobster tail. Yes. Eighteen dollars like, a pound? I don't think so. It's more like zero dollars a pound because they're going in my pants. <laughs> well, and if I can condone shoplifting from anyone, it's Sam's Club or Walmart because Absolutely. fuck those people. <clears throat> I'm 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 gonna go on record here. Um you can't prove it, so suck a dick. Um I used to shoplift from Walmart and Kmart just to give like a big fuck you to them. <laughs> Seriously. Like I I would. I, I was a, it was a very rebellious like 3 months of my life. And then we I stopped. Both, I mean, yeah. yeah. So. Fuck I you Walmart. I, I think I stole a power strip and shampoo and that was about it. <laughs> I really needed a power strip and I'm like I'm not fucking paying the fuck fuck you Walmart. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh my family likes to make fun of me for hating Walmart so much, but you know what? They'll find out eventually. I mean, all they have to do is watch that documentary, The High Cost of Low Price. Ugh, God. I hate it Ugh. so much. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> can, can you imagine that woman coming home and being like, I got lobster and like pulling it out of her pants? <laughs> I mean, obviously she was caught. Right, but, but I mean, like, how do you explain that? If she wasn't like, caught. Do you drive home with that in your pants? Um She's like, ooh, I kind of... Or if she finds out she has a shellfish shellfish allergy. Oh, <laughs> no. You go to the emergency room and you're like, my vagina is on fire. I think I'm allergic <laughs> to shellfish. And like, yes, ma'am, your clam is quite swollen. Sorry about that. Oh, no. Oh, Carla. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. And this is why we say don't listen with little kids nope. around. <laughs> Oh my god. Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> Heavens to Betsy indeed. Oh my god. Well that was amazing. So I think this would be a really good time to take a minute and uh say what we're grateful for this year. Um I'm grateful that we have been able to pull our shit together every week minus the week that I was moving and I wasn't able to pull my shit together and create this podcast with you, Carla, because it's been lovely seeing your face every week and actually being able to talk to you since we don't live near each other anymore. Well, I'm super thankful for you and that you're my best friend. Um, Of course, I'm obviously thankful for my family. I'm thankful for them daily. Uh, I mean, that's a given. That is given. But I'm also super thankful that I met Ohio. He's been super good for me and good to me, which is even better. And, uh, yeah. You know, I'm thankful for Ohio, too. We love you, Ohio. Love you, Ohio. Love you long time. Um, <laughs> and some exciting news. I, I can't announce anything officially, unofficially. Um, but I may have a really fantastic job opportunity coming up in the Pacific Northwest. So, yes, I don't know when it's going to happen, but it sounds like it's it's pretty likely, and I will keep you guys updated. So, uh, yeah, send good vibes my way. I know, I know. It's <laughs> I, it's keeping me afloat right now, those hopes and dreams. <laughs> so, 
I am. This is when Michael turns into a velociraptor. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is that the reason I even know this person is from po- the podcasting world. Because, what, what? yeah, we started our podcast and then I connected with Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss. And that can, and we started our podcast, We Too. And that connected us to this, right? That connected me to this person. So, yeah, Michael, I am super grateful to you and getting me to do this. <laughs> It's wonderful. It's opened so many doors and we've met so many cool people oh from the podcast. I really could like do podcast tourism at this point. Yeah. Are your friends tired of hearing you talk about serial killers? While you're at a dinner party, have you randomly blurted out the odds of being murdered by a complete stranger? Does Netflix only recommend documentaries on true crime and murder? If you've answered yes to one or more of these questions, come over and sit at our friends table. I'm Cam. And I'm Jen. And we are the co-host of our true crime podcast. And you can listen to us every Wednesday wherever you download your podcasts. See you on Wednesday. Oh, bye-bye. Love ya. All right. Well, I think um, I have a random question of the week for you guys. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have a... (laughs) I just did that as a... (laughs) I have a film review. I know there's like zero movies out there on Thanksgiving, but there is actually one good Thanksgiving movie out there. I'm sending this voice memo to you to say happy Peasants Day or whatever you call it over there in the States. I'm sorry I haven't been around. I've been courting my bow to keep our race alive. Oh, Countess, I am so glad you are back. I have missed you dearly. Michael has done a fabulous job standing in for you. But you are always treasured on our show. Uh, thank you, Carla. I, this is. Uh, <laughs> are you all right, Countess? I think I must. I think I must away, and I need to go find some Christmas movies to watch in order to bring you some Christmas reviews. And I will let Michael review the the Thanksgiving movie. Oh, thank you, Countess. Well, you rest up, and we will see you in December. Yes, fairly well. Well, that was unexpected. I don't... Oh, I'm so glad we got to hear from the Countess. <laughs> she is alive. The The Count didn't um, ravage her too much, it sounds like. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Well, so, uh, what's this Thanksgiving I, I ex- movie? I cannot think of one. Uh, yeah, I actually... Had to Google, and then I saw this, and I was like, oh, duh. I haven't seen this movie in forever, but it's actually a really good movie. Uh, So as I said, it's probably one of the only good Thanksgiving movies out there, and it's Peter Hedges' 2003 film, Pieces of April. That is... (gasps) Yes. 
You've seen it. Yes, I have. I love it. It's so good. I always forget about it. But um, this is, of course, if you don't include the Adams Family values because of the genius Thanksgiving themed summer camp pageant scene. Fair enough. Because that's always what comes to mind. That's amazing. So this stars Katie Holmes, pre-Tom Cruise, mind you, Oliver Platt, and a fantastic Patricia Clarkson, but she's always fantastic, so maybe that's a bit redundant? Uh, It tells the story of April inviting her estranged family over to her New York apartment for Thanksgiving, and of course, her oven breaks, resulting in the family (laughs) having to borrow stoves and ovens around the apartment building, piecing together not only their Thanksgiving dinner, but their relationship with each other as well. Oh, <laughs> it's a pretty snarky, low budget film. And Patricia Clarkson was nominated for an Oscar for her performance. So take that for what you will. I give pieces of April four half baked turkeys out of five. I can. Ooh. Oh, salmonella poisoning. <laughs> um, well, if the, I would totally agree. Oven, I, you know. Oh, 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 <laughs> I swear I have a brain. Now, if I'm using it, that is another story. <laughs> um, maybe it's just that fake. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I really love this movie. And I think when I when it came out in 2003, I probably saw an 04. So I was 16, 17. Yeah. Moody, teenager. That. Uh, I identified with April so hard at the time. Oh, yes. <clears throat> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like that was, I'm like, I am her. This is who I want to be. I want to live in a shitty apartment and be broke and like have to connect with people in weird, wild ways. And and I'm like, okay, I don't know. But I've never been estranged from my family and I've never lived, oh, I've lived in plenty of shitty apartments. But right. um, Yeah, no, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, do watch it. It's a very, and I don't know, it it fits the Thanksgiving mood very well too, because it's like dysfunctional family, but. You all deal with each other in your own different ways, right? So Yeah, totally. And then like the amazing relationships you can build with strangers over something really ridiculous. Yeah. So Yeah. I'm gonna have all to right. watch it again. It's probably been yeah. ten years since I've seen it. <laughs> it def- yeah, it's been well it's probably been about fourteen for me. So Yeah. Yeah. I think it might. All right. Yay. Well, well, now we can move on to our random, random question. question. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I just got like so up in the mood about what are we grateful for and like having a moment. Um, <laughs> I forgot you said something too. Sorry. Uh, so our random question this week is, what non-traditional Thanksgiving food would you choose to become a part of Thanksgiving every year? Hmm. It's a very good question. Actually, and think and about it as we talk about it. I'm like, actually, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know because I I never eat the tra- traditional Thanksgiving like sides or foods outside of Thanksgiving, so I'm always so excited to eat everything at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, mashed potatoes. I mean, I'll eat outside Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, personally, um, I would strike the yam casserole crap. Right off the list, like it just—it does not need to be anywhere near my food. I—I I mean, I love yams and sweet potatoes, but that usually is not. It's, yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would I bring? I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. I feel like some sort of pasta is needed, like. Mac and cheese. Macaroni and cheese was my first yeah. thought. And I know some people do serve it at Thanksgiving, which is odd, but I need some like delicious, creamy baked mac and cheese with crumbly, crunchy topping. Yeah. 
That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm so oh, hungry. Or, or uh, you could go the route of Christmas Story and do like a Chinese duck. <gasps> oh my gosh! Yes. Oh, a Chinese Thanksgiving dinner would be fantastic. So good. All right. I could make it happen easily here. I know. I'm on my way, Michael. I'll be there. I'll see you Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to a French restaurant with David's family on Thursday night. I hate you. That sounds amazing. I miss Esquire. I'm so excited. <gasps> and creme brulee. Oh, my God. I am so hungry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, let's wrap this up. You can go eat some food. <laughs> Yay. I have prosciutto on my fridge. It's fine. That's it. That's all I have, but I'll go eat it. (laughs) There are worse things to have in your fridge. Well, tell these people where they can write their answer to the random question of the week or send their holiday cards for our upcoming holiday theme. Yes, we want to hear from you because, again, post office box collecting so many cobwebs. Help dust them out. We'll base a whole theme around you. um, Or if you have a theme idea, let us know. So you can write to us at Go Postal Podcast, P.O. Box 198514, Nashville, Tennessee, 37219. And if you haven't written that down because you're driving, you can always go to our social media, which Michael will tell you about in a second, to find that address. Also, you can write to us at gopostalpodcast at gmail.com. And Michael, tell them about the social meets. The aforementioned social media is Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. I almost forgot the name of it. <laughs> that thing why. that I'm on obsessively every day. <laughs> it's at Go Postal Podcast. Uh, you can't fill our DMs with glitter there, but you sure as hell can fill our post office box with glitter. So substitute those cobwebs with glitter if you send us glitter i promise i will do something ridiculous with it and post it on our social media so there's some incentive (laughs) yes you will be insta famous from our social media antics absolutely hey we have over two thousand followers on twitter so you know yeah that's some real get yourself out there with the glitter antics yes Hashtag glitter antics. <laughs> I love you, Michael. Uh, I love you too. And I'm grateful for you once again. And I'm grateful for all of our listeners. Yes, we're super grateful for you too. Because you make us want to come back every week. Even though you never talk to us, it's fine. We still love you. We know you're there. We, we know do. you're listening. <laughs> we actually do. We have stats. We're tracking your every movement. <laughs> Creepy. Creepy. Well, (laughs) until next time, we hope you all have a lovely Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time you get to spend with your loved ones and enjoy your food. And we'll see you next week. Auf Wiedersehen. Happy Thanksgiving. Ciao. (laughs) 